Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. Kaylin Patterson, Midwest Muscle P for P Real Talk in the house with my co-host, Desiree, and this program. Sponsored. Sponsored by P for P Muscle the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. That means everywhere. You can't even find a spot you can't find P4P Real Talk. You know that? Just try it. You'll get lost. And are looking for a solid foundation to stand on in the vehicle that drive your goals like what, Desiree? Like Desiree. <laughs> in a math <laughs> truck room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, check us out at payforfreemoscow.com. And now, and now, and now let us chit-chat with Abanta. How are you doing? That's all right. I am doing just fine. I'm doing wonderfully. And um, so, guys, we're just going to jump right in tonight because we've been promising a download of the 2018 Windy City Natural, and that is exactly what you shall have. And so, Brian McCabe, good sir, the promoter of that show, please introduce yourself to all of our listeners, because we've added just a few since the last time you were on the show, and so we want to make sure everyone knows who they're hearing from. Uh, Well, I appreciate that, and thanks for having me on, you guys. Uh, I'm glad everything keeps growing. Uh, I'm Brian McCabe. I'm in Chicago. Uh, I I host the Windy City Natural with my wife, Weishali. And um, this is the third year we've ran it. And uh, the first year we started out with the DFAC, and uh, we just made a switch over to the NANBF and IPE the last two years, and it, it keeps getting better and better. And uh, this year we hit the we hit the ground running, and it 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 now has the identity of how it will be every year. Like now, I feel good with where it's at. Uh, now we just keep growing. Awesome, awesome. Now, Kaylin Patterson, you were there, and you were there with your group of kids, so it was an exciting time for everyone, but just give us um, your rundown of how much this show has grown and the direction that it's headed in. Well, at first, I got to I gotta take a step back and, you know, address the, the children part of it, because that part was just, you know, mind-blowing in itself that, that something like that could come about, because... It's just something that had never even been conceived or thought of, and just so many heads getting together on one plate, and that just made it such an amazing event. And, you know, I have to share that uh, one of the children had called me today. Uh, They've been trying to get in touch with me for a couple of days, you know, to find out, you know, when something like that could happen again for him. And he was speaking in mass for the kids because he was basically near the building and could get to the phone. So, you know, it just shows you the relevance of what, you know, what we did and how it impacted these children's lives. So, you know, with that being said, you know. What Man, having, that's awesome. What, yeah, having someone like Brian basically open the floodgates of any and everything we wanted to do with those kids to make them feel welcome and part of the fitness family, you know, it just, it touched my heart. And I, I've... Uh, you know, I still haven't, you know, mentally recovered from just uh, how big and significant it was and just how much of a relevance it played on those children's lives. And, you know, to have it at a show where children can feel welcome and then see the physique that they were seeing and wanting to pay, take pictures with each and every one of the <laughs> the competitors, that lets you know the kind of caliber of show that, you know, we were attending. So there was just you know, so many good, great things and I say good, great thing, because you can't just put one word to what happened, especially when you feel and understand what would, what, you know, just the, the relevance that played in those children's lives. Uh, Meshach, Chris Wells, uh, Terry, um, Terry Starr. I mean, just so many big names at that show, and that's just on the men's side. And then you had the women that came in as well. And then the people that were in attendance, uh, you know, just uh, Noel Brew. All, all these big name athletes from the Midwest, and the children got to see all of them. So you know, it's it's almost like the perfect storm of good that could come about, 
and the children be a part of all of it. And it was just really amazing to be a part. And I know, Des, that's not what you asked, but that's just, you know, just the beginning of how good that show was. Man, that okay, means a so lot now, to me here, man. I'm glad, I'm glad it had that kind of impact. And that is and awesome. <laughs> and now I'm saying, for the rest of the story, now answer the question. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I rambled. I shit chanted with the bathroom, all right? Don't go. <laughs> that's all yeah. good, man. That was important, though. Like that—that's the that was the headliner. Yes, and you know, like I said, we had Terrence Terrell on stage. I mean, like when you have names of that size, it's just—it's really—it's—it's uh, it's really just a, a mind-boggling experience. But when you have somebody like Chris Wells uh, looking so good, and uh, you know, winning on on such a tough group that he was in, it, it's really something. When when you see that now, Nadine Schmidt was there, uh, looking phenomenal as always. So you know when you have that kind of caliber of show and people attending, and you know I I love what I'm loving, especially in the Midwest, is the the attendance, the the audience attendance. How many you know packed seats, and you know sometimes we had standing room only, especially with the running format, it was kind of hard to get seats, especially good seats. So you know I, I'm really loving that dynamic of it and I, I'm no I know that it's only going to get better, especially with that those caliber of uh competitors on stage. Yes. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. In in so this was a pro am this year, but what I found unique about this is that all of the pro competitors were in the masters division. So Brian, I'd like you to talk to us a little bit about that. But then the number of masters competitors that you have, because sometimes there are pro shows that don't even pull that many in a category for the whole class, not even masters open, whatever. But yet you had a pretty stacked class across the board in pro physique, bodybuilding figure. um, And they were all masters. So, Talk to us about why you went that route and just, you know, the lineup that you had. Yeah, I was real fortunate to get the kind of names we had. Uh, I mean, and they're all great people to work with. I I actually dealt with each of them individually as they were signing up and as we went through the process. And, man, everybody was really great to work with. Um, I had to change my date from the 2017 Windy City show, uh, and that was just because a big production company came into Chicago and took the whole week of the date that was supposed to run in August. So the only other oh, date man. they had available at the Anthenaeum Theater, I had to move to September 22nd. So the problem with that is there's a big KC show, IPE show in, in KC, the week before. Yep. So yep. the problem is the rules off the IPE states, actually technically they're not even supposed to be allowed to sign up for another show until the drug test clear. So well, the problem was we won't have drug testing back in time for me to hold my pro open classes because of the KC show. So they did give me a master's because there wasn't going to be a lot of duplicate there. Um, and they understand circumstances happen and there were, you know, some people that hit both shows, but it was better than having, you know, all of them come and hit the same one just in case something happened with the drug test and it affected the placings and we don't want people getting through multiple shows before they get caught. So I really had no room or ground really to kind of stand on, but they, they said, but Hey, we, you know, we know that it's, it's an up and coming show, you know, it is getting good attendance. So they did say, well, we'll give you masters because we're trying to build that anyway, because this is the first year that the IPE is offering uh, a master's world's championship. Um, oh wow! Is coming up, in the, yeah, it's the first year, so anybody can enter it. So I couldn't even really use this as saying, okay, you have to qualify here to go because it's the first year. So if you're if you only have your Pro Masters card or you have your Pro Open card and you're over 40, you can go to the IPE Masters Worlds in Memphis this year in the middle of October. Um, I don't have that date on me, and I will find it before we finish here so that we can get that word out. But it's the first ever. Uh, Masters World Championships. So I like the idea of like, okay, cool, let's hit this, and then we can promote that, and then get them over and uh, compete on that stage as well. So um, it sounds like there's quite a few that is going. So I, I had all the pro open classes, and they did give me pro men's classic physique since it's so new. So they were saying we're trying to build that up anyway. So they gave me the things that wouldn't interfere with all the pro open classes. 
So mm-hmm. that's not something I want. You know, I want to be able to offer open. And uh, so next year I'm moving back into August, but it's going to be at the end. So I'm looking at August 31st now where I'll have the pro open classes back. All right. Very cool. Well, and I was curious about that from the beginning when you started advertising masters. And I'm like, why is it only masters? Because I didn't have that backstory, but makes perfect sense. And so thank you for sharing that. So let's kind of dive into the pro pro categories, because I know we don't have a lot of time with you, so I want to get some discussion going. Let's look at pro men's bodybuilding. So you had, and I am not familiar with um, all of these athletes, but several of them I am, but uh, they all looked phenomenal. So you had Bruce Galini, uh, Andy Southard, Chris Wells, Jerome Drakeford, and Terry Starks. So I'm interested from, you know, both of you being bodybuilders, um, your perspective on this lineup and if it turned out the way that you thought it would based on what you saw. And then we'll we'll read the results here in just a second. But, uh, uh, Brian, so weigh in on this lineup that you had. Man, I was happy to see these names come together. <laughs> uh it's a lot of muscle on one stage, and and the fact yeah. it was masters, you know, that was the hard part. Where you know, and I had a couple more that were on the on the fence. Uh, you know, there's where we could have had it up to about seven, uh, even pushing eight, but just it didn't work out for a couple people, and then one just ended up dropping out. So we ended up with a good hard group of five, really impressive. Um, I, I mean, it's the the bad thing about promoting it, and I emceed it this year, so I was everything was from the side, so I couldn't see that class, you know, or the men's classic open, uh, to see the differences on what's going on from that front view. So um, I was unfortunate not being able to see how it went down, but, man, the judges made these guys work. Um, It was impressive. And uh, the way things were looking, you had Andy Southard coming out, like, just really um, leaving an impression. Your eyes go straight to him. Even the judges said, man, we were leaning. We had Andy rolling right into first. And as they pose you and pose you and pose you, they kept saying Chris Wells just kept getting tighter and tighter and tighter, and Andy started smoothing down. So they all started going different directions. And by the time it was said and done, you know, it's Chris Wells, you know, single-handedly walked around, walked away with it and well-deserved it um, just from what I've seen so far. And that was the consensus of the judges was just, you know, how people can fade and people come alive as you go. So it goes down to your kind of how how the morning's going, how your your peak week went, how everything's coming at that time of the day. Yes. Um, I had them on at about, I uh, had to have been around maybe 11 in the morning. So mm-hmm. you got people's bodies going to respond in different ways, especially at that pro level. And Chris just, man, came to the, rose to the occasion and, and just walked away with it. And he's been trying for three years to get this. The last two years he's taken second. Uh, yep. And, and, and just, so for him to walk away with it this year, man, well, I was damn proud of him. But that lineup, I mean, I don't know, it was all kind of, you had Andy looking really, really impressive right out of the gate. And then you had Jerome Drakeford that just, I mean, the conditioning was yeah, probably top of the line. Um, so for Chris to pull out the overall aesthetic look and that, you know, he, he, he deserved it for sure. And that was, that was a hard lineup. You know, Terry's always throwing himself in the mix. Bruce was throwing himself in the mix. That was hard. I, I really wouldn't want to judge it really. Uh, but they had them on stage for a long, long time. Uh, yes. I was real impressed with it. Yeah, go ahead, Caitlin. Yep, Caitlin. Thank you. Yeah, well, I, I got to go with uh, what, what Brian said. And I, I, I was blessed uh, to see – them face to face, and like like he was saying, when when Chris, I think Chris had to be the most hungry on stage because he never faded, and and it's just with when you have that kind of hunger and drive, and I think because of so many years that he's been been going at it, that this was the time he said, you know, come hell or high water, I'm giving everything, and he he really did on stage, and he never missed a pose, he never missed an opportunity on stage. And he never backed down from the challenges of the group. So it was just something to see. Uh, DJ uh, uh, Drakeford, I'm sorry, is always out there, and he's going to give his heart. And, you know, his body's progressing to a a great level. But uh, Chris Wells is just one of those phenomenal physiques, and he does get the attention of the judges. Uh, Andy Andy looked good at the beginning, but – 
I don't know if he if something went on with his bag where he just he started. He, I don't want to say he spilled over, but he flattened out toward the end. And as hard as he was going, it, it just it, it was a big difference uh, in, in physiques by the time they were done. So I, I agree with it. Uh, I was really surprised to see Terry out there. And I hear we have a guest, another guest. Who are we here now? <laughs> I Brian. think he's talking about your little sidekick over there, Brian. Oh, you hear her? <laughs> I thought he was talking yes. about <laughs> That'd be my daughter, Ayana. You want to say Hello. hi? Can you say hi? <laughs> hi. Yeah, she, she snuck into the room here, huh? Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she liked that one. We're good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's I, all was, exciting I, was, I was really... <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was really proud of Chris. Uh, I mean, think about it. The last two years, he's come second behind Meshach and behind Samuel Okunla. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? And then you come in and you see Jerome, you see Terry, you see Andy. You see this lineup that you had, and you're like, you know, you know he was like, especially standing at the final two spots where they're calling out, like, who's going to get second? He's been in that spot three years. Uh, yeah. what, what a surreal moment for him. And actually, he gave such a, I mean, such a genuine response when Jerome got called second and he literally cried on stage. I mean, it was right. I yes. mean, he wanted Aww. it. He saw it. I mean, it was, it was, it was a great, great moment. All right, guys. So to round out that lineup. So as you've already heard, Chris Wells took first place. Jerome Drakeford took second. And you know, Jerome has really come back from surgery and that man just keeps mm. grinding and grinding. And every time I see him, he just looks better and better. So Shout out to Jerome. Shout out to the whole lineup. Yep. Andy Southerd took third. Uh, Terry Starks was in fourth. And then Bruce Glenny was in fifth place. Now, I am not familiar with Bruce. Tell me a little bit about him if if, um, you had a chance to get to know him a little bit. I really didn't get to spend much time with him either, um, unfortunately, because what happened was uh, throughout the process, I lost. Uh, my MC three times, <laughs> three different MCs no. throughout the the final run. Yeah, so I was like, all right, I'm going to do this myself. <laughs> so, MCing it really kind of took the took the ability out to interact with anybody. I couldn't get any pictures with anybody. I couldn't talk to anybody. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, I really didn't. It was the first time I got to see him or have him be around. Um, all my interaction was through email. So just very respectful guy. Looks great. Um, you know, just up against a hard class. And uh, I'm kind of looking up. I mean, he's from Harvardtown, Pennsylvania. So he made a trip in for yeah. this. Um, he's been competing for 13 years and, you know, really, really brought it. You know, he did his homework and, and had a good showing. I uh, just wish I would have got more time with him. But I know he's he's rolling out of Pennsylvania. Yeah, sure. and uh, yeah, just can't uh, – honored to have him make that kind of trip to be on that stage. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, we'll watch for that name and maybe we'll, you know – We'll have to see if we see him uh, pop up in some of the stages that we're keeping an eye on in the future. So there and is to your – um, Oh, go ahead. And to top it off, this was, this was Pro Men's Bodybuilding Masters 40-plus. They don't offer a 50-plus. Bruce came in 59 years old and standing what? there, you know, he was okay. 140 pounds and was just really, really lean. You know, he brought that lean look that, that you know, if you're not dialed in, he's going to make you look heavy on stage. So, you know, at 59 years old, yeah, he, he, he brought it. All right. Very good. Well, congrats to you, Bruce. If you're listening to this show, man, we're glad to see your name out there. All right. So pro figure master. So, okay, these names are going to give me a run for my money. So, Brian, I'm going to leave <laughs> you to help me through this. So we've got, I'm going to say, Yvette Dwanch Fletcher. Yes. Or watch. Okay. Then we have, yes, no relation, though, no relation. as far as I know. Okay. No relation. <laughs> and Glenn. We had Paola Pattarelli Hill. Oh. That right? Yeah, from California. <laughs> yep. Oh, nice. You had some travelers. We have Elizabeth Diaz or Diaz, probably. And then Ingrid Isaacs, which. You know, guys, Kaylin and I had the opportunity to spend some time um, with Ingrid at the uh, OCB's Five U Classic last 
month was it already? When was that? Yes, it was. October? Yes, I, it or no, that was August. August. I tell you what, I tell you what, these months have all faded together. But yeah, I she was the head what. judge. Of the I tell you what. I tell you what. Tell me about tell me about the pro figure lineup. Yeah, and then we had Rebecca Dickerson as well, um, and and let, like that pushed it into the number six, and where we had yeah. a real hard six. And those girls, man, had the, they that was that was tough. That looked hard from the side. That was like the like the uh, bodybuilding masters class. Like I, you know, tough on the judges. Um, Ann Glenn came out with it, and once again, they had them on stage for a while. They had to keep posing. They had to keep throwing down. Um, real impressive uh, physiques and just the personalities backstage, because I, I got to see everybody right before they went out to the curtain, but just the camaraderie amongst everybody is, is for one, was I was getting a lot of feedback just after the show, um, even whether it be from pro to pro or from the amateurs about the pros, uh, people that have first time in natural shows from the NPC, couldn't rave enough about the demeanor, the respect, uh, the camaraderie with all, and they specifically said with the pro athletes. Uh, they were kind of expecting them to be a little bit more on the arrogant side and kind of, you know, don't bother me, don't do it. Man, they, they were nothing but helpful and respectful, and then um, that helps all of us out, especially being the, the promoter of the show. But having that backstage is something you can't control, and I was fortunate enough to have these kind of pros, you know, show that kind of quality that that's really going to leave an impact that's going to keep growing the show. But that was a hard figure class. Uh, I yes, mean, I know they right. had to keep them on stage for a while to try to get it to separate, but uh, um, Anne Glenn ended up pulling away with it. Yes, she did. So the way that that uh, lineup stacked up, Kalen, go ahead and jump in before I read the results here. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about Anne because uh, she and I have been uh, Facebook friends for a long time and Instagram as well, and she's quite the promoter of uh, natural health and fitness, and yeah. she's just one of those people that's uh, always been a beacon of uh, motivation, and it was good to see her win. She had another genuine win on stage because I, I, a lot of these competitors had no clue because of the tough lineups where anyone was going to be placed. And even when it got to the end, you still didn't have that clean-cut standout that just, you know, blew everybody away. So it was really good to see such a great athlete, but also the genuineness of their win, the humbleness of, of how they, you know, got it, and just the camaraderie on stage. I, I, I'm really impressed with this, and I, I hope to see at every show we have these kind of uh, people and their, and their behaviors. Uh, All right, very good. And, you know, that's not surprising. I'm glad to hear that it carries on, but you hear this at show after natural show after natural show, so I am happy to hear it. Now, remind me again, because I'm missing this name. Hold on real quick. Number 30 was who again, Brian? Rebecca Dickerson. Rebecca Dickerson. Okay, carry on, good sir. What were you trying to say? There's one person I have to express, and I wanted to even on stage, just uh, you get in the heat of the moment, things are just going. I offered two inspirational awards this year, and I, quite honestly, there should have been even three. Um, Yvette Devon Fletcher, Fletcher is, um, she came to us from Washington, Oak Harbor, Washington. And this lady... <laughs> in the year 2015 broke both of her arms at the same time. Oh my in goodness. In 2015. So she competed in the 2013, 2014, uh, NPC arena, um, got into 20, let's see. And then she broke that in 2015 and yeah, it looks like, uh, and then she started competing again in 2016. Uh, and so she broke both arms, same time, came through it, got back on stage and uh, made the trip in from Washington. And I wanted to mention it on stage even. I know it was, it was weird kind of even giving two most inspirationals, but there, I just couldn't decide. Uh, when we get to the amateurs, we'll, we'll bring that up. But she's one I wanted to highlight and showcase. Uh, she ended up taking fourth in the lineup. And the fact that she, she rebounded from something like that is, is pretty inspirational. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for sharing that. So to finish up the lineup, guys, you've already heard a few of these. So Anne Glenn came in first. 
Rebecca Dickerson, seven, second. Um, Paola Patarelli Hill. Hey, Paola, yeah, I am nice. so sorry if I'm just murdering your name. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> Yvonne Fletcher is fourth, and then Elizabeth Diaz came in fifth. So again, another really strong lineup. The Masters were just bringing it, and that's just exciting to me um, that you had that you had that type of response. Um, Pro Men's Physique Masters. We had Michael Wittick, Alik Pleaner, which we know um, and love, one of our P for P pals, and then Tony Santiago. So this is actually a smaller class for men's physique, but I know that the KC Classic had a huge showing, so that uh, that kind of speaks to itself. But uh, tell us a little bit about this class, guys. Uh, this one, you had uh, two of them are mine, actually, Team Body Sculpt, and, um, and that's uh, Alik and Tony. Michael Wittig, he came in from Oklahoma, and he's, you know, he's a real big name on social media. He really puts the word out. He helps get the names of the shows out. Uh, he, he really loves and respects and, and uh, wants to compete in the IPE and, and push the IPE into the front of all this, the natural league madness. Uh, so he does everything he can. You know, he, try, he tries to educate. He puts out a lot of material. Uh, really glad he made the trip. This is another class at one point was up to seven people. And two people got got literally after they signed up had got called out for work where they weren't even going to be here for the weekend, so they they had to drop Hello. out. And then I had and then I had two of them that were on the fence that never did come through. Um, so unfortunately, it ended up down to the three. But it, there was a point it was at a seven, and even being masters, you know, I was like wow. So it was a it was a tough three. I mean, Michael deserved it. Um, you know, the the play seems you know kind of. I think for all the classes really held, held true to how they should have landed. Uh, Tony had yeah. a really great showing. Um, I mean, Alik always, always comes in ripped and lean. He's just, he's just a little guy. <laughs> so, you know, we're trying to get bigger, we're trying to get a bigger upper body, chest, shoulders, arms to to help with that V taper. Cause we can get them really, really ripped now, you know, and abs and obliques and all that comes in. We just, you know, he just needs to get more size on him. Uh, Tony had the size on and Michael brought the full package. Um, it was impressive to watch. Yeah, go ahead, uh, KP. Um, yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing about Alik. Is that uh, he's got the the uh, I think he's got a lot of the Ted Stepanski, but he just doesn't believe he can get that size that he can, and so he just poses. Yeah. And he's a phenomenal poser. I mean, even the judges yes. are saying it. His presentation was outstanding. Yeah. And he's just got to get the understanding that uh, I know he trusts his coach, but he's got to understand But his coach can see something that he can't. And uh, once he does that, I guarantee this guy is going to be a lot bigger on stage and he's going to start placing a lot better as well. Uh, Wittig was just a standout. Uh, he's he he he's ready to be on stage at all times, and I I can tell you that because oh I I can't help but it gets sad when I hear that because it just sounds so precious and cute. Oh, uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I I love our special guest. This is awesome, and uh, just just seeing that group, they they held their own and they they represented well. That's all right, that's awesome. So just to recap there, Michael Wittig took first, Tony Santiago third, and second, sorry, and Alik was third. So, Brian, I know you've got to go. Um, you guys put your little co-host, co-host to bed here, but uh, just give us some. One question for him, Dad. Okay, go ahead. No, you okay. got it from Donald. Oh, from Donovan. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Donovan wants to know what days are you going to be at the High Five Fitness Center? He'd like to be up there to support all of you and the kids. Oh, that's great. Uh, that's fantastic. I'm there every day pretty much but Monday. But uh, we're, we are trying to get a date set before Halloween with, uh, with getting the kids up there. And if you guys have contact info for him, when we do get a date set, we'll, uh, we're going to put it out on social media. We're going to make it a spectacle about it just to let you know that, that let people know that they are more than welcome to come and attend and be there and really get involved with this project. Cause that's the biggest thing Chicago needs right now is put the damn guns down and, you know, get into the gym and move some iron and 
make some improvements, you know, and, and get them more in a positive direction. So anybody that wants to get involved in that, we welcome with open arms and, and the more the merry. So um, as soon as we have that data in line, we will definitely be putting it out. And we, even if we can turn this into a, uh, even a monthly thing, even down to a weekly thing, you know, I'm willing to do whatever we can at, at HiFi. So we'll, we'll do everything on social media and use you guys to, as an outlet as well. And uh, I greatly appreciate any support for that project. I mean, that's, that's a big one. I'm glad that Kaylin brought to me that, man, we, we're going to, we're going to do something big with this. So good job. Yes, KP. We, yes we are. We're going to get down. with All this. right. Awesome. Awesomeness. Well, Brian, thanks for joining us tonight. While you could, we're going to carry on the uh, rundown of your show, but um, you know, we'll have you back again, brother. Uh, well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's always great to talk to you guys, and thank you for the support, and thank you for what you guys are doing. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Woo. So we didn't get very far with a little bit of time we had, but, boy, there was no, we... a lot going on, and you have to give the yeah. athletes their due, that's for sure. Um, so I guess, Kaylin, we're going to have to get your perspective on all of these now because you were there. I was not yeah. able to yeah. get there. So, you know, I was glad to see Nadine Schmidt's name on the list for Pro Women's Bodybuilding Masters because Nadine is a force regardless whether she's Masters or Open. She didn't have any competition, but the last time I saw Nadine, she swept the stage. So, you know, I'm going to assume she was in true Nadine form for this particular show. Oh, yes. I I mean, she's going to deliver, I I think – there's some names that you can throw out there that it really doesn't matter who's on stage. They're bringing their best. Uh, Meshack is one. Uh, Misty Weatherford. Uh, Nadine Smith. Yep. Noel Brue. Um, it's just certain, certain people. Jerome Drakeford. Uh, Chris. Well, I mean, like, they are going to bring their best no matter who's on stage because it's it's really irrelevant who's out there because they're coming to win and they're bringing the best package they can present. And that's saying an awful lot. For, for the caliber and uh, what they think of uh, the competition and whoever that, that's going to show up, they're going to be showing up regardless. And Nadine is one of those people that just stands out no matter what. So, you know, it, it, we, we saw her last time, and, and you saw what she did, and, and she brought an even tighter for that. So it was, uh, it, it's really something to see. And, and, you know, she still wants the audience to be a part of it, so she, when her routine was time, when it's time for her routine, she definitely brought it. And it's just constant work, constant uh, professionalism, and that's what the sport needs. I mean, you need, like it, it, it's people that don't like doing routines. And I said, you're you're actually taking away from the total package of the presentation and of natural bodybuilding. And I, I granted, I, I get that certain people just don't feel comfortable doing that in that realm. But we also have to think about the bigger scope of the growth and the the industry itself and how we want to present it. And a a lot of the night routine is how people remember the athletes and the shows. So, you know, we we have to keep that in mind, and I don't want to get away from that too far where people are saying, well, let's just do away from it altogether. Yep, no, I agree with that. And this is someone who doesn't particularly care for (laughs) – the uh, the tea walk per se, but you know I still try. And the only That's reason selfish. I even say that is because I just it's just an it's not my strongest area. So I need to keep working on it. So you know it's one of those turning my weaknesses into my strengths type thing. But I definitely agree the night routine, the tea walks, all of those things. I mean they're important and they do they do add they do bring a lot of finesse to the show and the entertainment value so it i mean it's good to have them it's definitely good to have them um I'm the first out of so, you i'll get you a one okay <laughs> we'll work on that we will work on that so then moving on to um the rest of our pro class that we have there so there was pro bikini masters and so we had Melissa Norwood and Lori Westinghouse Amicon. So again, I really surprised at the small number because bikini usually rocks the house. But I get it. I understand why. Uh, Melissa took first and Lori took second. 
Um, pro women's physique, we had Crystal Dennison, and she was in first place. Now, pro men's classic physique, which this was an open category, not just masters, and this is a pretty decent mm-hmm. size class here. We had, um, oh my gosh, here's another name, Bart Simangira. Does that sound yeah. close? You heard his name, yes. Kaylin. How do you say it? Simangira, I'm going to say. I'm just going to call him Bart. I'm just calling him Bart. I said it in the interview as well. I'm just calling him Bart. <laughs> he wasn't going to have and me then, put his name at all. <laughs> then in second place, we had Terrence Terrell, which, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was I was kind of surprised to see him in the men's classic, but I'm glad that he was there. Um, third place, Richard Lopez. Um, fourth place, and yep, hold on to your seats because you're going to be wondering if I said it right, and I did. Meshach Oching, fourth place, men's classic physique. And then fifth place, we had Jonathan Ziegler. So I know when I saw the social media of Meshach in classic physique, I was like, what? <laughs> what just yes. happened? But uh, he was trying out something new. He was expanding yes. his horizon, and he was trying a new category. And, yes, he came in fourth. And the judges got it right. Meshach is a pro bodybuilder. He is yes. not a classic physique competitor. He has far too much size and development for that category. So, And he was very gracious about it, too. And, and he even said, you know what? After, you know, studying the criteria, I I appreciate and respect the judge's decision on where I'm placed. He's like, I thought I could just, you know, all I needed to do to fit this category was just to be super, 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 super lean, basically, I'm paraphrasing. But uh, mm-hmm. there was a little more than that, and his physique wasn't quite the right fit. But, Kaylin, give us your no. perspective. Um, I honestly... When I saw Terrence Terrell and, and Meshach in the same class, I said Terrence actually has a better chance at this grouping than and Meshach. And so, you know, he, of course, when uh, I remember you had messaged me and said, am I seeing this correctly? And I was like, yes, because I'm right here in the audience, and I'm seeing exactly what you're saying, yes. And it was a surprise because I like I just, I after seeing him win in KC, I was very surprised to see him going back to back. But like you said, he wanted to see, you know, what was going on, test the wires, and see how he would do. And I get it. You know, we, we all want to know, you know, where we fit in. And he found out at this show because, I mean, like, it, it's, it was really something to see at just how big he is. I know he doesn't weigh much, but he has some of the fullest muscle bellies I've seen on any athlete uh, that sets foot on stage. So it, it's really something to see that glaring uh, standout physique standing in a classic physique group. I mean, uh, yeah, classic physique open grouping. And uh, it, it's very glaring. So I was surprised that he even placed it fourth. Um, I, I just, it, he's a massive individual on stage. Des, you know exactly what I'm saying when I say it. I actually had Terrence yep. uh, place higher, which he did. And he looks uh, phenomenal. I think that's probably going to be the class that he stays with simply because of that small waist he has. It, it, it's really a good fit for him. And, well, you know, whatever the judges feel he needs to uh, fix, he is one of those athletes that can do that. And I'm sure he'll place much uh, better in the next showing he does. Yes. All right. Very good. Well, it's you know I'm just sad that I uh, that I missed the show, but I'm glad that we you were able to be there and that you actually had a chance to sit and watch with the kids and uh, bring your perspective. So that wraps up our pro um, segment of this show. And actually, I mean, and this was a pretty lengthy show to be a pro yes. am. There were a few competitors on the amateur side as well. And uh, we are running, we're running short on time, so I want to be sure that we at least get these placings out there so uh, we can give the credit um, to the athletes. And if if we do have questions out there, um, we'll try and get to them the best that we can. So women's physique, now we're talking the amateur side now, women's physique masters, which is 40 plus, we had a first place of Sue Clark, 
Second place, Diane Peterson, and third place, Christy Bridgman. Again, a lot of new names here, so glad to see um, some fresh meat. <laughs> Did I just say that? Some fresh blood <laughs> on the stage or in the game. Um, women's one. physique. Yeah, either one. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to see the gals here too. So we had Michelle Harris in first place, second place to Diane Peterson, and then third place to Sue Clark. So, um, yeah, we had some repeat performances there from our masters. But, uh, you know, all in all, the ladies did a great job. Picture, I mean, the pictures don't always tell the full story, but I've been very impressed with the um, photos that I've seen coming from the Windy City Natural. Um, the men's bodybuilding open. So the top five, as there were more than five competitors, the top five, first place goes to Malcolm Cooper. Second place, Matthias Romero. All right, we'll have to hear more about Malcolm. Third place goes to Michael oh, Ballo. Yes. <laughs> I'm struggling, guys. Uh, fourth place to Freddie Elias, and fifth place to Austin McCabe. And so before we hear about Malcolm Cooper, I just have to make a little note here. Austin McCabe, Brian McCabe's son, and it's yes. too bad he had to drop off the show so early because I would have loved to have heard his thoughts about being able to hand his son a medal in this show. And basically, I think it's his competitive debut. I may have that confused, yeah. but it, but he was, it yeah. seemed like a pretty so awesome moment. Yeah. So, but uh, there you have it. So, Malcolm Cooper, give us a skinny on Malcolm. Uh, that was his group to lose. Uh, he he stood out first minute he stepped on stage until he stepped off. And he was one of those guys that was just such a physique on stage. You were praying he didn't do anything to screw it up. He looked that good. And, and I, I I mean, I was I, – I, I have to be quiet sometimes. You know how loud I can be when I was just praying and just honestly praying because even the – like the audience sometimes doesn't understand criteria, posing, mandatories, and, you know, all the other things. They just see a, a physique that looks like they should win. But if they don't present it the way the judges are supposed to look for it, then you don't win. So it was it was one of those physiques where you're like, wow, this guy looks really, really good. Just don't let him screw it up because I knew the audience would have been pissed if he had lost. So it, it was really nice to see him do what he should have done. Um, he said some things like when the, the head judge was saying things, you know, like uh, who wants to win it? And he was like, I do. So, you know, it, it wasn't like he was being cocky or anything. He was just responding to what the judge was saying, and it was all in respect to the athletes and nothing disrespectful to the other competitors. So it's nice to see somebody having fun in that way, and it was really nice to see a physique that deserved to be able to, you know, to take that first place in uh, pro card. All right, very good. Um, we're going to move on to the bikini section. Uh-oh. Um no, bikini no, 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 no. Hold on. Oh, what? Uh, this, this is from Carol. Uh, you guys okay. said Kaylin was present. Did he get any interviews? He did, and we are working on getting those posted. So keep your eyes on Midwest Muscle. That will probably happen over the weekend. So keep your eyes uh, yeah. there. Okay, Davis is saying uh, when – Oh, oh, this is further down the road. Uh, when are, are Kaylin and Dez going to be uh, the dynamic duo at a, a venue? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, do you mean on the stage or when we're going to be there together again doing interviews? Interviews. Um, well, I'm hoping that we're both going to be able to attend the IPE Worlds. Um, yes. That's the show that's on my radar. So if that uh-huh. works out for Kaylin, then that's yes, where we will be. So, and give me a second here, and I will give you a date of when that will be. 
And, uh, oh, I'm looking at the uh, latest poster they have, Sam Okanula, who just got married recently. So congratulations, Sam and beautiful bride. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Great, oh, by Yep, okay, November 10th is what we're looking at. Go. So that's when that show is going to take place. And, uh, you know, they've got Misty Weatherford on the poster there. And uh, is it Jason Davis? Um, you know, just a lot of folks we've already had on the show. They were all the winners from yeah. last year. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Um, Okie dokie. Now, getting back to where we were, so, and I'm, and guys, I, it's not that your questions aren't important. I'm just trying to keep us flowing. So if I seem like I'm trying to move away from the answer pretty quick, I'm not, but we've got about 10 minutes left. We got a lot of athletes we're probably not going to get to. So I'm going to do my best here to uh, share their names with you. So Bikini Masters 40 Plus. Your top three are Jennifer Locke in first place. Second place goes to Christina Paulette. And third place goes to Robin Moore. The Bikini Open, again, a really big class there. Glad to see it. Um, First place, congratulations to Cindy Johnson. Second place, Monica Coyle. Third place, Jennifer Locke. Fourth place, Christina Paulette. And so nice that our masters are popping up in the top five. And fifth place goes to Jessica Lewis. And, again, a lot of new names. Not familiar with uh, these athletes. But, you know, you know, the exciting part about most of these shows is the vast majority of competitors usually tend to be new. They're not mm-hmm. – there tend to be more new competitors than repeat appearances. So, I mean, I think that's exciting from the perspective that you've got a lot of new people trying out the sport, um, I can, you know, uh, and I don't know what that says about veteran competitors, but, you know, with people taking time off and growing periods and all this and that, I mean, it's it's all good. But that. what were your thoughts, Ms. Coleman? Okay, answer it, please. Well, there's there's two things that we heard both at the, at the show. Uh, I, you know, with, with being at the live shows, you get to get, a lot of uh, backstory and and a lot of uh, answers from the athletes who are there because they have questions as well. You know, why did I place the way I did and whatever. But one of the things that were talked about is that three of the competitors that had done Brian's show last year had gone back to their respective gyms and they were speaking so well of it that it did catch on that this wasn't NPC, it was a natural event. And the question was, okay, if NPC is a natural, then what is it? And then you get the explanation, and then it says, well, what's the difference? That's going to be the next question, and it says because they're being drug tested and it's a fair playing field for natural athletes and not people that are basically saying they're natural when they're taking the enhanced route. And then the other one with the competitors that uh, really uh, stepped on stage last year understand now that it's not just the biggest guy in the gym or, you know, the cutest girl in the gym that, you know, looks good in some biker shorts or or, or leggings. They have to do some actual work. And some people just weren't prepared for that kind of, uh, that kind of work or or dedication. And so they realize it's going to take more time and, and have the presentation that they saw at the venue instead of what they thought in their minds they had brought with them. And it sometimes it's 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 groundbreaking in a good way, and sometimes it's 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 flattening in a bad way because it's such a slap in the face sometimes when you see what a true physique that does prep looks like. So it, it's really nice to to have people's minds awaken, and some of them take it a little bit harder than they should because we do sometimes get overly critical of ourselves. It's just basically saying instead of saying you were two months out, you were basically six months out and you needed more time before you stepped on stage. So there were people that, that really got that understanding at the show, and there were people that were in attendance, and I was able to ask them, you know, well, why aren't you on stage? And they were able to answer correctly. I'm not answer correctly, but answer truthfully. And it, so, you know, that's why there, there's so many sometimes new, newer faces instead of return uh, competitors. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. When they have a fuller understanding of what it takes to be a contender, they want to put that extra effort into it. So very yeah. good. 
hadn't looked at it that way before. So good insights you got there. Okie doke. All right, guys, 10 minutes. <clears throat> we'll see how far we can get. And if we don't oh. finish, then I guess we'll be back on Tuesday to try and wrap this up. Okay. <laughs> Men's Classic Physique Open, your top five competitors. First place goes to Josiah Williams. Second place to Matthias Romare. Uh, third place goes to Abasi Williams. Fourth to Michael Bello. And fifth place to Guillermo Pavon. I would love to know where all these athletes are from because we've already heard that he had competitors from Pennsylvania and California. So a lot of people traveling in for this show. So that's awesome. Um, figure open. Your top five lineup here is Elizabeth Quiero. Um, she is in first place. Second place goes to Rashawn Russell. Third place goes to Albino Albino Mel, Melanchinko. And I'm not laughing at your name, Albina. I'm just laughing about whether or not I would be able to pronounce his name. So I believe it's Melanchinko. If it's not, I apologize. Um, fourth place, Michelle Harris. We're seeing her again. And fifth place goes to Sue Clark. So... Being an MC, part of the challenge for me it was is that I always wanted to make sure that I got the athletes' names right. So I was always checking, double-checking, because I didn't want to stand up on stage and mispronounce their names like I am doing tonight. So I couldn't think of anything <laughs> worse. So I really am sorry, but I don't have the benefit of asking each of these individuals how to pronounce their names so I am just doing my best. But you guys all know, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, I can uh, tear up a name in uh, 0.2 seconds flat. So there we have that. Okie dokie here. All right. Men's physique, <laughs> Masters 40 plus. Your uh, top five lineup is Darwin Moore in first place. Second place goes to Guillermo Pavan. Uh, third place goes to Kevin Dooley. Fourth place to Edwin Eicher. And fifth place to Lee Spino. And then Men's Physique Open. Wow, this was a huge class. You know, Men's Physique, I've said this once, I'll say it again. It is the men's version of bikini, and it is just blowing up like yes, bikini. And so... And I, I love to see it because I know a lot of these men's physique competitors at some point, not a lot, but there will be those that, you know, switch up and they start to go into classic physique and bodybuilding from there, just like you see, you know, your bikini competitors, those who catch the bug, want to continue to grow in size and move up to figure and beyond. So I do like the pipeline that is going here, but a lot of guys jumping in here, and, um, I, you know, I just think it's a good thing. So, with that being said, but, you know, I've been doing all the talking. Kalen, jump, chime in on that one. Yeah, I got to go because there was one fellow, uh, he just, he was so confident that he forgot the presentation part of it. And, you know, he knew the smile, mm-hmm. he knew everything. But he was every pose he was leaning into the judges instead of leaning into the light, and it darkened his physique so bad that he was actually every mandatory was actually taking him further and further away from first place than what he should because he had a phenomenal physique. I mean, just something that was eye catching. And as soon as you know when he walked out on stage, he definitely had stage presentation. But the more they did the quarter turns, the more he was trying to show his abs instead of just letting the judges see him. And it took so much away from him. And it just hurt so much to watch him place himself out of contention. And it it it, it, uh, it was really tough to watch. And, you know, as a fan of the sport, you definitely want to see people place in where they should instead of basically where they're presenting themselves. And it, it just hurt. But, you know, he'll learn. I had a chance to talk to him at the end of the show. And uh, especially when when they were taking the pictures by the banners, you can get them isolated and speak one-on-one. So hopefully he he understood the gist of what I was saying and just understands that, you know, if if you've got the package, you don't need to over, 
uh, do it to show people your nope. abs. If they're there, they're there. If they're not, then, you know, you still had a couple of weeks to go and you still have shows coming up. But he was just one of those where, you know, he, he had he did have the eight-pack. I know there's, there's some people that can get a 12-pack out there. He had more than the six. He had the eight. And it looked really good backstage, but it just it just didn't show on stage. Yes. So, so I have to have a taxi cab confession here. First off, I didn't understand that you said abs the first time around. <laughs> I thought you said you're trying to show off another part of his physique. Oh, <laughs> judge it. That was not abs. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I need some I need some sleep. Okay, secondly, this reminds me of the young man and he was a physique competitor um when we were at Earl Schneider and uh Terry Whitesell's show in uh, Pennsylvania and and I'm really not trying to be mean when I say this, but it's the only way I know how to describe it, but his back oh, looks like a duck pose. He was pinching his shoulder blades uh, together. So yes. you could see his back. They were so pinched. And then he was popping his glutes to where he, it it was almost like a really bad bikini pose. And that's yes. not what we needed to see for a physique. And so his his back was pinched. His arms were then, because his shoulder blades were so pinched back, his arms looked unnatural to his side, so they were elevated somewhat. And then he just had his glutes pop so far out, you know, the the he had the small of his back brutal. curved so much that you couldn't see anything. I mean, you couldn't see his back anything. because it was pinched and lost in that curve. And, um, you know, I, Kayla and I both stopped and, you know, tried to share with him. We even took pictures of it to show him what we were talking about because it was just so awkward. And he had such a good physique, but he posed yes. himself right yes, out of posting. And, um, <clears throat> so we had a chance to speak with him after the uh, prejudging and before he was going into the night show, which, you know, decisions were pretty much made by them. But at least, you know, he could have shown a little something better for the night show, but he opted not to try to correct it and came out with the same posing, which looked just as bad, and he didn't play. Yeah. And he so it was a really trouble. bad. It was a really bad duck pose. He was trying to do more with those tail feathers than he needed to. Just you know, stand up yeah. straight, upright. Let your muscle speak for itself. You know, but that was another instance that I recall where a competitor just posed themselves out of the placing. So um, so with that being said, here is the men's physique open class top five. Your first place goes to Derwin Moore. Second place to Ulysses Brizano. Um, third place, John Barnes. Fourth place, Stephen Canada. That's kind of a fun name to have last name Canada. And right. fifth place, James Shin. And with 90 seconds left to go, I believe those are all of the placements for the 2018 Windy Cindy, Windy Cindy, Windy, Windy City National Cindy Pro Am. <laughs> so, so Kaylin, wrap wrap it up for us in in 40 seconds or less. Windy City in a nutshell. Let us have it. Uh, big shout out to uh, Brian for just letting the kids be a part of it, giving them open access to all parts of the things that children should be attending, not all parts of the show, because there are some adult things that uh, children need not see. And Brian was very respectful of that, he and his wife, and they just gave us the perfect opportunity to enlarge and enlighten some children's lives. And to me, that's Everything that we should be doing as natural athletes is uplifting and bringing others and sharing our lives so people can improve off of our mistakes and not learn to do them right behind us. And this was a great platform to do that, and it happened. And, you know, the athletes, I'm really appreciative that they came looking the way they did because the kids were just so elated to take pictures with each and every one of them. 
they were just blown away that this is what bodybuilding looks like. And, that, and that's something that, you know, has been missing. And it's a shame because I'm I'm thankful that, you know, they had the opportunity to do so. Yes. All right. Sounds great to me. So he's going to be coming out with his 2019 date before too long, but we know it's going to be moving back into August. And I'm pretty sure he already shared that with us, but uh, I'm not August recalling. 31st. So you know what I'm going to have to do? August, August what? August 31st. August 31st. There you have it. So I was going to have to go back to the archives and listen again myself, but Kaylin saved us. So, you know, if you are in the Chicago area around then and want to take in a great show be sure to check him out, or if you're a competitor, put it on your calendar. and uh, Meet the kids. <laughs> That's right. Or come to high Hi-Fi and meet the kids. So with that being said, um, we're not going to talk about Kaylin's behavior of bribing athletes now into giving Snickerdoodle oh. shout-outs. But, uh, Kaylin, we'll talk about that the next show. Um, Kaylin, go ahead and give your Snickerdoodle shout-out. Uh, Snickerdoodle uh, wins ahead of everything. <laughs> no, that's just chocolate. You're just you're just encroaching on chocolate way for the win, so... All right, folks, on behalf of myself, Kaylin, chocolate protein lovers everywhere, Brian McCabe, all the athletes at the Winter City Natural, (laughs) and the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple, so let's build it. With Snake and Doodle.